0: Welcome to the Richer Geek Podcast. We're here helping people find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom. I'm Mike Stoller, and in this podcast, you'll hear from others who are already doing these things and learn how you can too. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Richer Geek Podcast. Today, we have Adam Littlefield. This guy's been in prop tech for a long time. He's uh, been with companies like Invitation Homes, Zillow, Fellow. He actually uh, leads the real estate operations team now at investment.com. We'll get into that a little bit. He's the Senior Vice President of Real Estate. He's a uh, proven track record of success in reach single-family rentals, iBuyer Spaces. They're concentrating on some short-term rentals. And he's highly skilled in leading the acquisition, renovation, asset management of hundreds and hundreds of properties. How you doing, Adam? I'm great.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Sure. So, you know, a lot of prop tech, you know, Home Zillow. Is, is that how you kind of got interested in real estate, just kind of being in that space with, for working with other people?
1: Yeah, yeah. It actually started as uh, my dad uh, is one of those guys. He was in construction. He also worked for the state of California. And he was one that was always when I was a kid saying like, I want to get into real estate investing. I want to get into real estate investing. But he never did. He, he, he had the intelligence and the smarts and he he never did until he was much later in life when he was uh, 60s and 70s. He started flipping houses for the first time. So that kind of piqued my interest. I thought, hey, real estate investing must um, must be the way to go. Um, but I also kind of went down the line of construction. So I was working construction and single family construction. I did commercial construction. Um, and then ultimately I decided to go back to school later in life, um, in my thirties actually. Um, and, uh, I went into business and real estate, um, and, uh, after graduation, uh, was, was connected with a friend of mine who was a broker in the local area. Um, and they were flipping houses and Blackstone, Mm-hmm. The you know, Worldwide Equity Fund came knocking at the door saying they wanted to start what would become Invitation Homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were looking for people like us who could analyze um, um, properties, you know, acquire properties, renovate properties um, to be part of their their staff or their, you know, the, the company, especially here in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's where it all started. And it just kind of took off from there. Um, I learned a great deal at Invitation Homes. I moved up to the uh, vice president of acquisitions and dispositions there and director of investment management, um, and then moved on to some of the places you've already mentioned. Um, and I got to do a lot of cool things and, and learned a ton of stuff about real estate, especially in the prop tech and, and fintech space.
0: Yeah. And my gosh, I mean, it's just like, how many people would have dreamt of that type of experience? You know, to all of a sudden get... Uh, into invitation homes when it was young, but then also learn from probably the the world's best acquisition disposition private equity group and just being able to absorb all that information and and just learn from them. It's like my gosh, that's what a mentor. I, I can't imagine um just kind of following along with those guys. I mean that's that had to have been a turning point where you said, okay, this is how you do it. And then later on Did you just then go into investment.com or did you just say, sit there and say, all right, now I want to do short terms. Now I want to do fix and flips. Where did that progression on your, your personal side?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I had, I had done the property thing and they go back to what you just said. Yes. The, the getting to be with these startups that ultimately became very successful, very large companies. Like, I mean, you just cannot pay for that type of education experience. Um, So that was amazing. But uh, after doing prop tech and it's um and also iBuyer platforms like for Zillow and things like that, I, I and I'd done fix and flip. I I had done it all. And all of a sudden I was approached with this idea of on the kind of the fintech side where it's like real estate and fintech um of uh you know fractional investing in all kinds of different real estate asset classes and, and different offerings in general. And I was approached by a, the CEO um of our company, Chris Sassa, who's who said, this is what I want to do. And this is the space that's being created right now. And so I started taking a look at it and I thought, this sounds exciting. This, this, this sounds like if I'm thinking about millennials or Gen Z, I'm thinking like this fractional investing in in real estate is the Mm -hmm. future. Um, and I just wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, since, since taking the job here at investment.com, we've done some great things, created stuff from scratch. We're only, we're new just since October, 2022. Um, and we're creating some great things here. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of other great companies out there too. Um, we're obviously hoping to be, you know, investment.com, the domain name. You guys, everybody kind of asked me about the domain name. That That's a great domain name. How'd you get that? Well, we simply, we just, we believed in ourselves from day one. And we said, we need a domain name that says we're all about investments. If you want to, if you want to look into investments, especially fractionally, this is where you go, make it super easy. So that's kind of why we went after that name. And, um, but yeah, that's what brought me to the space. I think it's a very exciting space. And I think there's a lot of opportunity here.
0: Now, how does, there's a lot of our listeners know about Reg D and the different placements of, you know, the, you know, as far as the C and and, um, whether or not you're a credit investor or not, how does fractional fit in there? Um, Is it still under Reg D?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, There are a lot of uh, companies out there um, that are offer of fractional investments in everything from like notes and you know, like I said, MCAs or um, commercial real estate, or they're they're um, they're they're out there. I think you've even interviewed some people that 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 um, in the past that had uh, companies where they take on uh, single family rentals in large portfolios in a fractional way. Um, so those are all Reg D, right? You have to be an accredited investor, and and they're not they're not so um, uh, overseen by the SEC. Um, if you want to move over to your average everyday investor, non-accredited, uh, and they want to also purchase fractionally into real estate or whatever kind of offering you have, um, it's much more regulated and overseen by the SEC and it's, it's reg A or reg A plus. Um, you can have up to $75 million a year, um, in, in raise money for those type of asset classes. But, um, so the, but those people are considered to, to, to need more protection from the SEC, um, for their money. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of how it works, but there's both.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, everybody, the reason for that is uh, they think if you're worth a certain amount of money or you've done real estate investment before, you know what you're getting into. Therefore, you're willing and you're able to risk that money. In the past where people said, hey, give me your money. Here's 10 times I guarantee this. And what what the government doesn't want is for you to talk someone into giving them their life savings and then losing it. Um, so that's why you have the regulations in D. So, you know, everybody, again, it's investment.com. Um, now, how does it work with investment.com? Because I'm looking on it and it says, hey, um, invest in a property of your choice for as little as $100. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. That, that's pretty low. You know, that's almost like a, uh, I've seen that in like some crowd sharing and crowdsourcing and things like that. But you still have to be, credit investor
1: no 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 so all the reg a products so currently um uh are like we have an STR in, in Maryland oh. right now short terminal in Maryland and that that's open to anyone anyone and everyone the whole point of it, we started investment.com was to offer you know the opportunities to invest that that once only belonged to the wealthy you know to the one percenters um and we want anybody to have that option so that's why we make the minimum investment hundred dollars so hundred dollars basically gets you a hundred shares it's a dollar a share yeah. um so, and you can purchase as much as you want or as little as a hundred dollars, that's your choice. Um, and you can, and, and own a piece of a property. The great thing about that is you can diversify. You know, you can you can take, I'll put a hundred dollars in 20 properties or $500 in 20 properties um, all across the U.S. So it's a great way to, to diversify, but that's what that's what we were wanting to do at investment.com is def- definitely give that everyday investor the opportunity to invest and they don't need, you know, a lot of these uh, Reg D's are minimum fifteen thirty thousand yeah.
0: $30,000. Mine are, mine's 50,000. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, hundred dollars makes it open to to anyone and everyone to to invest, including, like I said, G- especially like Gen Z too, where it's like they want to get in, invest, they want to get involved, but they don't have a lot of money to to put out. So, so this is a good opportunity for them.
0: What kind of, and I'm, I'm sure investment.com has a team. You know, for me, I, I kind of look at this. Is kind of getting sidetracked. The headache of having. 20x the amount of people, only $100 each instead of seven investors that give me several million. Um, Do you have a portal? I mean, how is that controlled? I mean, having so many investors or the potential of so many investors just handling that volume of people.
1: Yeah, I, I can't speak too much to like the the tech or platform side of it, but I know that um, we have we have great partners, um, a great company partners that help us launch the offerings and broker things like that. And and so there's a lot of tracking involved. And of course, everything is is regulated. Everything's under the SEC. Everything is legal. Um, people, re- you know, should receive eventually you know some kind of award of of shares, saying you own shares. You will get an immediate email or notification on the app or website that tells you you know you now own shares in this. Yeah. property and of course the easiest way for people to to track not for us to track but talking about the actual investors is the 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 website and the iOS app which currently exists the website's getting revamped right now and it's going to have a whole new look and feel um, it's going to be really cool um, but and then the iOS app it it tracks you so let's say you buy 20 you invest 100 dollars in 20 properties so it's going to show all 20 properties what the investment is it's going to it's going to show your up, upcoming quarterly dividend amount um, different things like that. So kind of a dashboard for each investor yeah. to, to track.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's key. So you're concentrating on the short-term rentals. There's been a lot of pushback and I'd love for you to talk a little bit about, you know, a couple of years ago, short-term rentals, it was just kind of like a free-for-all. It was, you know, there wasn't a lot of regulations people were doing, people were making a lot of money. And now all of a sudden, it's, you know, kind of like in my neighborhood, I'm actually starting to see these signs in people's yards, you know, homes, not hotels and and, um, all this type of stuff. And we're starting to see some cities um, pass some regulations. Um, How are you assessing those types of and kind of working with the cities and all with all the different regulations?
1: Yeah, yeah, regulations is kind of that one thing that that really can't be automated because it's just mm-hmm. ever changing. So, um, and it's also if you were to pull, um, you know, anybody invested in, in, interested in, in all kinds of different real estate asset classes, they would they would probably say regulations is their biggest concern mm-hmm. of, of anything. Um, STRs is is no different. Um, it's a relatively new space, STRs, but it's taken off quickly, especially uh, during the the the, the pandemic kind of era. Um, It really took off. um, And there was a huge demand for it. Uh, And that brought a lot of notice, you know, people just kind of said, Oh, STRs, this is the future. So you had, you know, mom pops, Joe Schmo was buying them. And then you had institutions coming in and and buying them up. That started to push cities to start saying, Hey, we have to regulate this one at first, just to get tax revenue, like let's tax these things, let's license them. Um, And then eventually it was, Oh, wait a second, we're having too many of these things. We have 5000 of these. In the city now um and people are starting to complain um you know city council things like that and so then it's um they, a couple of things have happened um cities have basically outright banned them completely or you have cities like los angeles that restricts it to only um uh owner occupied so for example you have a uh, a conceita or or a you know in-law unit on your property and and they're fine with that but you have to live there um where owner occupied is is pretty much they, they don't give those out anymore um, some places they cap, they cap the the number, and so there's a wait list. and you have to wait till someone comes off in order to get on, and that can take years if if ever. um and uh, some places are nice. they'll grandfather you in. Some other places will actually take you off and then you're just you're out. you know, you have to sell your property or turn it into a long-term rental. Um so regulations are something it's a case by-case basis. I mean, there's places to avoid, I, you know, I, I throw out Los Angeles, Honolulu is is a really tough place now, if not at all. Um, but then there's some places that are still nice, like Gatlinburg or or San Antonio and Phoenix are still pretty friendly, um, but again, ever-changing. And so you really need to, on a case-by-case, property-by-property, deal-by-deal basis, you need to make sure that you are reaching out to the county or the city, making calls, looking at the websites. And then I what I usually do is, during my contingency period on my deal, I, I, I file for my licenses, I make the calls, and I get I get someone to give me a thumbs up before the deal actually closes or, or removes contingency.
0: Yeah, I think that's you know for all of you that are out there. Uh, Adam had a very good comment. Don't just buy houses, even if you live. You know, I, I I'm always picking on California. Um, you know, just because it's it's true. You know, they're business decisions. I I know of some people that have short term rentals where the person just refused to move out of the casita and it's six months living rent-free because they just decided that they liked it and they're going to stay. And they know that they can't get kicked out, you know, or it takes a very long time. Um, But do what Adam says, do your due diligence and don't look, don't buy in your neighborhood because it's easy. Just look at the regulations and you may have to um, get a property management company, or buy an estate or an area that is, you know, I don't know if it's landlord friendly or business friendly, just somewhere where you're, you're just not going to get taxed to death or uh, what are the different regulations. You know, is that something else that you, you just kind of look at? It, it's like, man, I can no longer do an STR in this area because it's just it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, there are certain areas. Um, some of my mentioned where you not only are the current regulations difficult, but there's ever conversations being had in local government level about making them even stricter. I mean, I heard California's like some 15% tax or something I, I heard floating around for, for the entire state um, on top of the local. Um, so there's things like that. Um, Dallas is a great example. Um, Dallas has like five 6,000 short-term rentals, I think. Um, and they're talking about making them all into zoned lodging. So that would mean that none of them could exist in single family residential neighborhoods. So, you know, even though you could buy one today in Dallas mm-hmm. and operate it, it might get turned around. And, and, and so you got to pay attention to those things. got to look at the future.
0: On investment.com, what is your game plan as, as far as holding periods? Are these long-term assets, um, the returns, you know, are they like a seven year or a 10 year? What do people get into when they, when they invest with you?
1: Yeah. Um, so we're typically going to hold our properties for five to seven years. Um, and so they'll receive the great thing about, um, fractional investing in, in, and investing in, in real estate in general is that you'll receive the, 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 quarterly dividends on any cash flow distributions, but you'll also receive the appreciation of the property, you know, when, when we sell the property, you know, at the seven year mark, so to speak. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And you know, everybody, it's, as you've listened on the podcast, you know, that, that really helps with the taxes, you know, that everyone looks forward to that K1 at the end of the year. And if the, uh, and I'm sure adaminvestment.com does this properly, but with looking at the uh, depreciations and all that sort of stuff you just no other there's no other way that you can invest where you get all these different types of tax benefits you can't get it through the stock market you can't get it through buying anything else but real estate is just absolutely wonderful now you're thinking about in the future moving possibly into other different types of assets that people couldn't invest in with investment.com? What are some of the other assets, classes that you're looking at?
1: Yeah. So, so staying in real estate, like I said, we, we started in short-term rentals. We have the a property and beautiful property on the ocean, Maryland um, that's currently available. You can, you can purchase shares in that property. You can go on our website or our app um, investment.com. Uh, and then um, we have another property uh, in Paso Robles, California, wine country, beautiful wine country. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on acres with a pool with a view. Um, so, so we're, we're in these, we're, we're trying to produce these great short-term rules, but we also want to get into single family rentals. Um, that's something that a lot of people want to invest in. Um, so we definitely are going to put some of those on our platform. Um, we're going to get it eventually into multifamily, you know, maybe class VC, you know, maybe value add, um, and, uh, then, um, you know, storage, um, facilities, um, and then getting outside of, of real estate, um, there's other hospitality, you know, you're in hotels. You know we, we, you know, we might get into hotel in Costa Rica. That might be something in our vision down the line. And then, um, you know, private equity, uh, 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 franchise businesses, uh, you know, merchant cash advances we talked about earlier. Um, we're, we're trying to be the one-stop shop for for all fractional investments so people have that opportunity. You know, I mean, again, all for as little as $100.
0: Yeah, it's, it's fantastic because... For those people that are like, man, you know, do I want to do it? That's not a big risk, right? You know, just kind of put your, that's putting your pinky in, you know, into it instead of regular syndications, like you said, that could be tens of thousands of dollars just to get into them. Um, yeah
1: and it's it's kind of fun it, it, it's one of those kind of you know I don't want to, I don't want to call it addicting right because we don't want to do anything addicting but it's kind of fun to to say I own a piece of something for you know what's very little risk and then you can own a piece of another one and another one and another one and it, it starts to add up and it, it can be really fun
0: and what's even more fun everybody is if you get to go state your place and say I own a piece of this you know and yeah. it's a house overlooking the ocean you know um so that that's always fun and I, I know you know like my investors they go stay at our hotels and say i'm the owner you know and i'm like going you just <laughs> keep it down a little bit you know but you know it's it's fun it's fun that people can do that um so what do you yeah. see in the next several years with investment.com we've seen asset classes that you're going to um you know, uh, diversify into, is there anything else that you guys are looking on the horizon as far as, uh, something you'd like to share? There's always, we're
1: always looking at, um, you know, we're always talking to other companies in the same space and, um, we're, we're always looking at different opportunities. I mean, we, we always kind of have a 24 month plan ahead of us and it's always evolving into something bigger and greater, so we just, we just don't think there's a, a, we just think it's limitless what we can do um, at investment.com. Like I said, we want it to be the one-stop shop where people say investment.com. That's so easy to remember. I'll hop on and it's just this one yeah. place for accredited, non-accredited, doesn't matter. Little is a hundred dollars. Um, you know, we can move into, to like I said, a hotel in Costa Rica. We can, you know, we can own a a a, a you know, a, I don't know, a shipping company, a, you know, a, a sports team, you know, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's buy part of the green Bay Packers and, and, and we'll offer that fractionally to, to investors. Um, so that, that's kind of our vision. We just, we, we really have our, our sites on, on big things.
0: So how does it work? If someone goes to investment.com, click on it, takes it to the webpage, what do they do? How does it work?
1: Yeah. So, like, right now, I said the the website is there, and you uh, please visit it. Um, it'll it can if you want to invest in in our current property and um, our offering, you can go. It'll direct you to the iOS app. Um, we don't have the the Android app right now. But like I said, the the website is being revamped and it should be available really soon, a complete update. And it'll also be, um, have all offerings available on it. You'll be able to access and purchase shares on the website as well. Very easy to do. Um, so that's coming really soon. So all people can Android or or Apple can invest in the properties, but yeah, I would just go to the website. It'll give you the information you need. You can also uh, email us at, uh, you know, hello at investment.com for any questions uh, and reach out to us that way. Um, There are some, uh, you know, investment.com social media as well. Mm -hmm. You can take a look at.
0: And I also see that there's a little learning center, some education, some facts. So if you guys want, or that type of person wants to just dig in a little bit and uh, learn a little bit more. Um, So where else can people find you, Adam?
1: Uh, I can be found on LinkedIn, um, just like most people. Yeah. (laughs) You can look me up on LinkedIn um, and I am I usually answer my messages. Um, you know, people have questions for me. Uh, so
0: happy to do that. Fantastic. And, you know, one of the things I was going to ask is someone invests $100 or, you know, whatever amount of money. And we've talked about the quarterly dividends. What's the average return, do you think, that people can expect?
1: Yeah, we're we're thinking eight to ten percent is the is the average return. That's on our that's on our current STR product. Um obviously the the returns change, you know, based on the asset class um, and the product, but we're yeah, definitely trying to uh, get an eight to ten percent return for our investors on those strs.
0: Yeah. Well, Adam, it's been absolutely wonderful having you on. Uh everybody's Adam Littlefield. Go to investment.com. It's a hundred bucks, people. Just go in. There's there's a learning center education facts find out what their assets are they have some beautiful properties coming on spend a hundred bucks and diversify your portfolio adam it's been great having you on hope you have a great day thanks for tuning in to the richer geek podcast where we're helping others find creative ways to build wealth and financial freedom for today's show notes including all the links and resources from our show and more information about our guests, visit us at www.TheRicherGeek.com slash podcast. And don't forget to jump over to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and hit the subscribe button. Share with others who could benefit from listening. And leave a rating and review to get the podcast in front of more eyes. I appreciate you